It's Friday. Work is done. Don't get ahead of yourself. Why not? Why not? Why not? It is Friday, right? We're just started. I just started working. Thank God it's Friday. Wow. How original. I've never heard that one before. What a fine day. It's almost the weekend. Let's get it started in here. It's showtime, baby. The Washington Post does something every year. The Mensa Invitational. I guess the idea is they take the smartest people in the world mm-hmm. and they give them little challenges, little things to do, then they print the results. Okay. And some of them are high, brother, and some of them are kind of for fun. So they invited the readers to take any word from the dictionary, alter it by adding, subtracting, or changing one letter, and then giving a new definition, and they threw it to the Mensa people as well. Okay. Does this all make sense? Sort of. Take a word from the dictionary, alter it by adding, subtracting, changing a letter, and then... You get a new word, give it a definition. Okay. So there's one, uh, castration. <laughs> castration. I see. Okay. It's the act of buying a house, which renders the subject financially impotent. <laughs> you know, because of inflation. Got it. Okay. This is pretty good. Ignoranus. That's a person who's both stupid and an a-hole. <laughs> In the, aren't these great? How about intoxication? That's the euphoria of getting a tax refund, which lasts until you realize it was your money to begin with. Why are the taxes so damn high? <laughs> okay. <laughs> These are jokes out of a newspaper, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. How about four ploy? That's a misrepresentation about yourself for the purposes of getting some getting some action, whether okay. it's from your old lady or from someone you just picked up at the bar. <laughs> four ploy. I like it. <laughs> I can't read that one. I'm surprised they printed that in the Washington Post. <laughs> it's in the Washington Post. Can I get away with it? I can't. Uh, I can't do it. I don't know. It's in print, right? It's... A little mean to mentally handicapped people and Southerners. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That's awful. No, you can't How read about it. bozone? That's a substance surrounding stupid people that stops bright ideas from penetrating the bozone layer. <laughs> the bozone. Oh, this is funny. Giraffiti. Giraffiti. Not graffiti, giraffiti. That's vandalism, but spray painted very high. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Real stuff, actually in the Washington Post. How about the Doppler effect? The tendency of stupid ideas to seem smarter when they come at you rapidly. Doppler effect. Oh, Doppler effect. Okay, I get it. Osteopornosis. Oh, jeez. That's a degenerate disease. Oh, that's terrible. Look at a Pornhub all day. Oh, my God. Inoculate. (laughs) That sounds like a coffee. That's right. When you drink coffee intravenously because you're running late, you need the energy, baby. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sarchasm. That's the gulf between the author of Sarcastic Wit and the person who just don't get it. How about a beasel bug? That's Satan in the form of a mosquito. Gets into your bedroom three in the morning. Cannot be removed from the room. You keep opening the window. You keep swatting up. See, beasel bug. Okay. How about glabido? All talk, no action. Ouch. Speaking of bugs, arachnophelic fit. (laughs) That's a little dance you do after you accidentally walk through a spider web and feel a little tickle in your neck right around your collar. (laughs) You know that feeling, right? Oh, yeah. Actually printed in the Washington Post. That's crazy. A beacon of freedom and democracy. (laughs) And they came up with Glibido. Very smart people. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071. The Boss on 99.7 FM, South Jersey on the Boss app, anywhere. 1071theboss.com. By the way, that reminds me, uh, my stepdaughter has been 
listening to our podcast because mm-hmm. she was texting you and mentioned something we talked about. You went, how do you know that? She's like, oh, I listen to the podcast every day on the bus. Yeah, she angrily texted me and said, I'm not on a naughty list. I said, what oh, are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> well, you searched her name on that website you found. Right. And I so then I had to go through and explain to her. I said, how did you even know that? She goes, well, I listen to your podcast every single day on the bus. I say, you do? Yeah, her and her little boyfriend looks like John Lennon get their earbuds in listen <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> That's so funny. Welcome to Finally Friday. We got a big one today. Freak Out is coming up. The final Freak Out of the year. Right after 8 a.m. to kick off the weekend. Dumb Crook News, year-end review edition. These are all stories we've given you over the past year. We've picked out five or six of our favorites, and we'll play them all back-to-back on uh, Dumb Crook News. Uh, Birthdays, fun facts. I mentioned fun facts. He said. She said. Coming up at 750-720-920, hashtag mom. We'll check our social pages. Plus, last chance to win some Goo Goo Dolls tickets with OAR, PNC Bank Art Center, out of the Boss Ticket Window. That's also around 720 this morning. If all that's not enough, we'll go to the Celebrity Hotline, talk to comedian Tom Papa. He's been on with us before. Very funny guy. And he's got a new uh, Netflix special that he's out there hyping. So we'll talk to him. And a big announcement. Big announcement during the freakout. We're broadcasting the final show of the year live from a special undisclosed location with special celebrity guests. We'll fill you in. Mm-hmm. Let you know when and how to listen right after 8. I know we had a whole discussion about this not that long ago, but Rochelle out of the blue has started getting her nails done. And I express <laughs> my opinion, which continues to be that I prefer a nude nail, a plain nail. I'm not somebody who's into a lot of nails, makeup, big hair, big makeup, big lipstick, all of that. It's just not my big earrings. I, not my jam. I'm more of a low-key kind of guy. I would say for the most part you are, sure. But sure. you uh, have started doing... Uh, lipstick and nails again. I don't know why. <laughs> Probably to antagonize me like everybody else. <laughs> but you did uh, some pink ones with a sparkle nail. So you had one lone sparkle nail. Yes. And I mentioned that I wasn't crazy about it. And I had the entire uh, universe of uh, fans of the show uh, write in, look at the picture that you posted and say that I was wrong. Yes. Well, uh, that one uh, peeled. This is about a month ago. Now you get yourself a new job yeah. where it's red. And then you got one that's got uh, one is white, one is red. And then one's got a little swirl on it. It's a, a Christmas it's swirl. It's a candy cane. Oh, it's a candy it's cane. It's a candy cane. Yeah. Well, I hate it. And so I don't like anything about it. <laughs> it's okay. You and it is okay. But I'm just have to love it. it's going okay. on the record again. And if you want to post this and sure. share with everybody that you hate it. Yeah, you know what? I I love it, and I think they did a really great job. And I went I went to a new place. The last place I went, it wasn't a month; it was like a week and a half, and it started peeling. Oh, it was only a week and a half. I feel like it was a month ago. No, already. it well, it was maybe two weeks. So I got them done. I went to a new place, and they did a great job. And I went in with just the intention of actually getting red for Christmas, knowing that you probably don't love red, but it's not sparkle, it's not crazy. Well, the girl kind of talked me into the. Holiday now, why festive. does she care? Does she get some sort of a commission if she no, upsells you? No, she just asked if she I wants to be artistic. She wants to do something fun. I don't know. I said, I don't know. She's like, let me do it. If you don't like it, we'll go back over and we could just do red. Now, if I were doing nails, I would want to take the easiest possible path, which would probably just be <laughs> swipe, blurp, 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 and then you just paint them red and you're done. That would take like five minutes, right? Of course you would. This I lady mean- wants to sit here and do uh, a Monet on your <laughs> index finger. Just don't understand that. No, she, this is her job, and she takes pride in her job, and I think she knows that. I told her I had a bad experience at the last place that I went to, and so she wanted to make this experience a good experience, and she was great. She was very nice. Everyone there was very nice. Well, good. I'm and glad so, you had a good customer service experience. That part, I certainly appreciate. Yes. And uh, I won't share how much, but you said the price was pretty good. It was pretty and good. I would I would agree for doing your nails and uh, trimming the... Yeah, you know, the cuticles and all of yeah. that, I think you got a good price. And the next time I go, I will just get nude. And while I was in there, not only were they great, but they had three big screen TVs in there. 
All of which, which I found kind of strange, but they were watching the World Cup. Yeah. And I have not watched a lick of the World Cup. I know this is a big thing for a lot of people. Is it like a sports bar and nail salon? Well, that's what I'm like. Usually you go to the nail it's salon. It's all women in there, isn't it? It was all women. Not that women don't like sports, but. No, and sometimes men do go in and get pedicures or whatever, but it was all women in there at this time. And all three TVs had the World Cup on. And I again, I know this is a big thing for some people. I don't really get it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a soccer fan. But they were like into it. France was playing Morocco, I think, and half of them were on France and half were on Morocco, and they're Goal! they're screaming at the TV while they're getting their their nails done, their their toes, their nails, and they're like, yeah, oh look at them, yeah. Well, I asked the lady, I said, oh, you guys are really into this, aren't you? She goes, oh yeah. I said, really? Have you been watching all of it? She goes, oh yeah. Oh, she just thinks the soccer players are uh, sexy. Well, that was it. I was like... <laughs> they don't even care about the game? I asked her. I said, who are you rooting for? She goes, the one with his shirt off. I said, oh! Okay, so then I turned and I started watching it. And these guys... Bunch of sweaty guys running around. ...are pretty attractive. And not only that, can I tell you, they kick like they're in the Rockettes. Like, <laughs> their legs, I don't understand how they get... Their their knee touches their head when they kick this ball. Never in my life have I experienced something like that while getting my nails done. Every woman in there was like screaming and hooting and hollering like they're at a strip club or something. It was intense. You take it the cleat off, you bring the foot to me. <laughs> I make it nice for you. Woo! <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, something very special now. Time for Dumb! Correct news. Year-end review. All year... We scour the police blotters from sea to shining sea, north, south, east, west, across the border, across the pond. For these stories, we are award-winning fellow citizens, and we do it on Friday because it's kind of a weekend tradition. Just put you in the right headspace because mm-hmm. you might think that you're stressed. You just can't wait for the weekend to be here. Yeah. At least you're not in the same predicament as these people. Behind mm-hmm. bars in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> so we've selected, uh, I, I'm sure there are more we could have done because we do this oh, every week, yeah. but we've selected five or six of the ones that really made us belly laugh. Just crazy stories. Some of them just shocking. They're so stupid. Of dumb crooks yes. for Dumb Crook News. Year-end review. We went all the way back to January right through last week. And here they are, some of our favorites. The final edition of Dumb Crook News DCN for today. Let's go to Boston. 42-year-old Hector Avedato stabbed another man after this guy didn't flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> they were in a subway station bathroom, and boy, that is not where you want to be, no, by the way. No. In adjacent stalls. This guy's going, he notices the other guy, Hector's going, the guy next to him gets out of his stall, doesn't flush. Oh. So Hector apparently uh, stood up and confronted him. <laughs> Are you picturing all this in your head? Yes. The guy told Hector it was none of his business. They argued, and it led to a stabbing. Can you imagine? That's crazy. How bad did it smell that Hector felt the need? <laughs> Flush the freaking toilet. Mid poop, he gets up, confronts the guy, and stabs him. That's so nasty. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> He's now facing charges. Yes, he should. By the way, the guy's going to be okay. Well, that's good. Probably needs to deal with his IBS, but other than that, he's going to be okay. <laughs> And last, we go out to, uh, I want to say Lancaster. I think the people out in Pennsylvania say Lancaster. Lancaster. Okay. Three people in Lancaster, Pennsylvania have been charged with stealing over $1,000 worth of Yankee candles from CVS. What? Man, how basic be are you buying Yankee candles at the CVS? <laughs> but they're not buying them. They're stealing well, them. Well, so. yeah. I just wouldn't even think to go to CVS to buy my candles. Yeah, that's really weird. Theft happened. The thieves are in their early 20s. <laughs> Why are they stealing Yankee candles? And have been hit with uh, felony retail theft and criminal conspiracy charges. A third suspect is still on the loose. (laughs) 
Considered armed, dangerous, and smelling like lavender. Yeah, exactly. Dateline to Butte, Montana. It's not but Montana. It's Butte. 34-year-old Robel Howard was staying at a Motel 6. They leave the light on for you, by the yes, way. Yes, they do. Around noontime on this past Monday, employees saw him walking around the grounds of the hotel butt naked. No clothes. No, butt naked. <laughs> they told him that if he didn't want to put his clothes on, he needed to stay in his hotel room. They're like, we're fine with your nudity. Yeah. You just got to keep it inside sure. the hotel room. Sure. No, butt naked. He was naked. He came out again a short time later, still completely naked. So they told him a second time. This time he got a little bit angry and headbutted an employee. They called the police who showed up to arrest him. He was taken into the squad car completely Nude. Maybe he thought he was in butt Montana and then his butt <laughs> needed to be out. I'm in butt, wait in butt, do as butt does. I feel bad that his butt cheeks are on that. Uh, Ugh, the police car? The police car. I feel bad for the next con that is to sit in a police car sure. after his hairy ass is on there. <laughs> Dateline San Francisco, California. A TikTok video from out there is going viral of a woman who appears to be drunk. She's climbing into a McDonald's to cook herself her food. <laughs> Apparently, she was in line trying to order something. The uh, workers noticed that she was drunk and unruly and asked her to leave. They didn't serve her. So instead of getting back in line or going through the drive-thru, she decided <laughs> she decides she's going to climb through the window, try and she cook herself a hamburger, herself. get some fries, a little frosty herself. That's the, what is it, a big flurry, not a McFlurry, frosty. flurry, I'm yes. sorry. <laughs> Wendy's, I didn't mean to bring you into this. <laughs> the I was given permission. Are you the manager on duty? That's a, that's a, Listen, if you get caught... Sneaking through the window of the McDonald's and cooking your own food. That is the thing to say. I'm just impressed that she's someone that eats McDonald's and can fit through the drive-thru window of McDonald's. (laughs) Wow. Send your letters. Rochelle Gagnon, the boss. Have you seen those windows? They're like... Neptune, New Jersey. No, seriously. I mean, you get caught. That's the way that you go, uh, this is the microphone, right? I'm here to be a... Uh, uh, do you want fries with that? See, I'm here. I'm working. I'm not uh, <laughs> I'm not breaking in. Yeah. Dateline to Charlotte, North Carolina. A middle school French teacher there has been suspended after being caught on video smoking cigarettes in the classroom. Now, granted, this was when the kids were not there. She's grading papers. Okay. Taking a little smoke, a little puff. Oh, jeez. And listen, I understand. That's a stressful gig. And I would think... Absolutely. I know it'll kill you, but I would think it would take the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> I did smell a scent of cigarette smell, so I wasn't sure what to think about it at the time. This is Amani Barner who told his parent, Vladimir Panu, and that's how the video cam was installed and she was caught smoking in the classroom. <laughs> what a little Karen, huh? Don't tell on your teacher. What? That's terrible. You're blaming the kid? Absolutely. The teacher's smoking in the classroom. So what? That's her prerogative? No, it's that's illegal. Well, it shouldn't be. That. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Okay. She wants to smoke. She should be allowed. She should have to go outside. Matter of fact, they should install some slot machines in there while they're at it. A little casino going. <laughs> you you do actually believe that, too. 100%. 100%. <laughs> and you know what? There's people listening right now going, God darn it. Thank God Robbie said it because I'm always thinking it. Well, And you're welcome, America. You're welcome. You know what? If they did want to. I'm Robbie and I approve this message. If they did want to install a slot machine, they'd put a little sign up for the parents to contribute to the slot machine because that's what the schools <laughs> do now. Let me tell you. There you go. <laughs> Also, I wonder in South, in the South and North Carolina, do they it sound different when a, a woman with a Southern drawl teaches French? Oh, that's a good. No, you know I think of that. I wouldn't think so. Merci beaucoup. No, like, I wonder how that would sound. <laughs> I don't know. Probably like that. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you one thing: it stretches you out. You want a little puff? You want a little Marlboro after class? Yes. <sighs>
Maybe after class, not in class. That's the point. Well, not during class. She's just sitting at her desk. That's all. It's just, <laughs> I don't see any problem with this at all. Okay, moving on. See a problem with little Amani and Vladimir. Uh-huh. Telling off on the teacher. Okay. Dateline in northern Utah, town unknown. Three Romanian women. <laughs> Here's the way you start a story. Yeah. They've been arrested in connection with police as a nationwide baby formula theft ring. Oh, They gosh. stole the formula from Target locations in multiple states, apparently brought it to Utah. They've stolen more than $25,000 worth of baby formula. Wow. The women have been charged with felony retail theft and contributing to the delinquency of a minor because... One of the women is only 15 years old. Oh, my gosh. Start them young, baby. That's crazy. You know the shop right over here keeps the tobacco, cigars, alcohol, and baby (laughs) formula all locked up. I swear, you have to go to a special counter to get baby formula. It's insane. Right back there with the cigarettes and... Yeah. So take a pack of Marlboros and some baby formula. (laughs) You don't think she had a crush on that officer on making Uh, that up? I don't think so, but that wasn't what I heard from the story, but I I guess I could be wrong. I would say maybe there's something to matter with me, but I think we all know that's the case. (laughs) Dumb. Crook News. A lot of buzz, big opening at the box office this weekend for the new Avatar movie called The Way of the Water, and I'm reading some of the reviews, Mm -hmm. and they're a little bit rough. Oh, really? The Guardian has one out. That's a British newspaper. It says, The Way of the Water is a soggy, twee, twillion dollar screensaver. (laughs) Oh, no, really? BuzzFeed says, we're not sure why James Cameron would make a sequel to Avatar. Well, I think that, uh, sure, sure. I think he waited too long is the biggest issue. Variety says, uh, beautiful movie, but will leave you feeling depressed. <laughs> Great. That's what we need right before Christmas. Hollywood Reporter, biggest bet on a billion dollar bet on Avatar. Was it worth it? So, man, not mm. uh, not fantastic reviews this morning, but. I think my biggest issue with Avatar, and I, I did like the first one. I really did. But it was like three and a half hours long. Well, this one is three hours, 12 minutes. So, so. is this one. Right. Yeah. And I feel like because it's been so far in between the two, you have to watch the first one again. Mm. And because you're not going to understand. It was kind of, it wasn't a complicated movie, but it was intricate. So you need to watch it again. So now we're, we're talking nine hours worth of Avatar. You're going to watch between the that's two. That's like two Robbie and Rochelle's back to back. You imagine? No, that's too much. Like that's too much. That's it's like two days worth of work for us. That's just crazy. It's too much. I didn't realize in a cast, Sam Worthington, mm-hmm. Zoe Saldana, Sigourney yeah. Weaver, Kate Winslet, yeah. Vin Diesel. I didn't know he was in this I didn't thing. know that. No, I don't think Kate Winslet was in the first one either. Well, he James Cameron's the same guy did uh, Titanic, Titanic, so they yeah, certainly yeah. know each other. And mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh, who just got that oh, uh, yeah. icon well, award right. from Time Magazine. Right. She's in the movie too, but I don't know. I have no interest in seeing it. I didn't see the first one. No. Can't even imagine... It's just about some planet where everybody's blue, right? Isn't that the idea? <laughs> Who cares? Kind of. Kind of. It, again, Matter of fact, that's kind of how Titanic ended. Jack's blue. <laughs> oh, too soon. You killed him, Rose. You she killed did. him. She let him go. You she let him die. She said she never let go, and she let go. I don't know. I'm, I may want to see it. I saw the first one, but I think it's an at-home movie for me because I, I need to be able to pause and go to the bathroom. That's a long time. <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah. Pause, come back Then you had the day. advertisements in the trailers. You're talking about a four-hour commitment. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Most so. people are putting in a full day that long. I mean, come on. <laughs> Four hours. That's a lot of popcorn. You can go to dinner and <laughs> drive to Pennsylvania the time it takes you to see this movie. It's true. Just can't understand it. Now, what is Vin Diesel doing in the movie? Is I he, don't know. I hope his head is painted blue. I'd like to see that. He'd be like a blue man group. Well, they're all like <laughs> Banging AI. on those drums somewhere they, in the... Where is it? Wakanda? Where is Avatar? No, they don't paint them blue. It's all AI. <laughs> so are these just... Are they actually in the movie, these actors I just referenced? Yeah, or are they yeah. doing the voices of these blue creatures? So the humans, at least from the first one, from what I remember, they go into like this tank 
sort of thing, and they get hooked up and they insert themselves into the world where the actual and what's the name of the thing? Live. I don't remember. Is the it name Pandora? Of the that's what it pa- is. Oh, Pandora. Yeah. yeah. So they, Wakanda's Black Panther. Yes, that's sorry. <laughs> different. <laughs> They're all owned by the same people. That's right. It's all Disney, isn't yeah, it's it? It's all Disney. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting. They're busy trying to fire those two lovebirds on Good Morning America. Oh, my gosh. They can't focus on cutting down a movie from three and a half hours. Yeah, it seems unnecessary. Well, that's what's out this weekend. Robbie and Rochelle, uh, hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 720 and 920. You search our socials, looking for that hashtag. We hear from moms. This would be a good way if you can keep your kid quiet. It would be a good way to kill a couple hours, shut them up, that's bring them true. to the movies. I don't know if you're going to keep them occupied There's watching no this film. There's no way going to sit through that. There's no way. Maybe get a baby, take a nice nap in the dark, cool theater. That might maybe, be nice. Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes we hear from dads, grandmoms, and we share them here on the radio, 920, 720, just like this every single day. Lucy Marie said, I told my two-year-old I was coming to his preschool holiday party, and he looked at me really worried and said, but what chair will you sit in? Glad to know anxiety about literally nothing is genetic. <laughs> Why is he worried about what chair she sits in? Is that an implication that her butt is too big for a chair? Or he's just worried about where she's going to be or there's not enough chairs in the room or what color will it be and can he find her? Because I've reached the point in my life where not every chair works for me. So I I do know the feeling. (laughs) Some of them are just a little too snug around the thighs, okay? At Get On My Level said, I'm recording a parenting album called Broken Record. (laughs) <laughs> now that's funny. I like that. <laughs> Simon Dominic said, being a dad is telling your kids the thermostat stays where it's at or we can't afford Christmas gifts. What? Because it sounds awful, what? but that's something I would absolutely do. So, just, I dad know, level. It's like looking in the mirror, you know? I uh-huh. feel like Dorian Gray right now. Uh-huh. It's a highbrow show today. <laughs> Hashtag mom. <laughs> is it though? Every morning, 720 and 920. Little listener email. Checking the listener email bag. And I got a note here from Alan. Doesn't say which town he's from. Mm-hmm. As I listen every morning, thanks for a great show. I have the best Christmas light display on the block. Oh, he's in Middletown. Oh, okay. Is it? It's something I take pride in. I like to bring Christmas cheer to the neighborhood. My neighbors have actually come up to thank me for the work I put in. As with uh, anything, not everyone loves it, though. I have an old neighbor a couple of doors down that has an ability to find the worst in everything. Uh-oh. He's the kind of person who says, can you believe these people moved in next door? Kind of guy that sucks the life out of every room. My wife is the type who likes to have dinner parties. We've had backyard barbecues. And he actually had to be asked to leave because of his negativity. So the oh other night, gosh. came over to the house, 8 o'clock. My wife and I are watching TV. And he disturbed us. said we needed to shut the lights off because he was going to bed. He said they're too bright. They keep him awake. And frankly, they upset him. Wow. Said his curtains don't hold all the lights back and no one needs to see Christmas lights after 8 p.m. 8 p.m. is too late. I was upset, but I tried to stay polite. Am I being a jerk? My wife says I was overreacting. Uh, I think turning him off at 10 or 11 is just fine. Robbie, you're kind of a Scrooge. What do you think? (laughs) Thanks again for a great show, Alan. What do you think? I am curious. I think 10 o'clock is fine. I think 10 o'clock is fine. Now, listen, yeah, I, don't I don't know how out of control this guy's display is, though. Yeah. He did not attach a picture or anything like right, that. Right, right. But if he said he takes pride, my guess is that he's got quite an That's elaborate display going on. So the thing is, you know, making it look like daylight and blinking you know, like right. you're uh, in Times Square. You know, they have those displays now that people coordinate with music, too. And yeah. sometimes you can get it in your car. They'll have, like, their own special radio station that they turn on yeah. to listen to the music. Other times... It's playing outside and you can hear it. And I would say if that were the case and you're playing music outside at eight o'clock at night, the music probably needs to go. But the lights, I don't know. I think 10, 11 is just fine. I think 10 or 11 is fine if you have a normal light display. If you're putting 
uh, some colored lights or some white lights on the bushes, on the tree, or in the window. Fine. You know, you can see your tree illuminated in the, the window. That's yeah, very nice. Yeah. But again, if you've got the big, giant, blinking red and green Merry Christmas season's greetings, I can see how... Eight you know, o'clock, you get a- though? That's pretty early. Well, no, it gets dark at 4.30. No, you know? I realize that. But if I, you spend all of that time putting it out there, and if you're willing to pay the electric bill when it comes at the end of the month... To have all of those lights on, I think that you should leave them on at least, I mean, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, leave them on later. I wonder if there's, uh, we should do some investigating here, if there's any ordinances based on the municipality on how crazy you can go with your lights. Because again, you remember that movie with Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick? (laughs) I mean, if it's that out of control that you're stapling lights to the roof. Right, right. Maybe that is a little, for an elderly person and they can't sleep, I mean, you know, or uh, they get that deal where they blink, you can, if someone has epilepsy, it can be detrimental to their health. I mean, I do appreciate it. All that. I do understand that. I do, but it does sound like his neighbor is kind of just a jerk. In <laughs> yeah, you general. know what? I'm more interested to learn why he got kicked out of the uh, neighborhood barbecue. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> what did you? What do you have to say to get thrown out of a barbecue? Just a curmudgeon, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this burger's disgusting, just like all you woke people. Seriously, though, I my guess is his neighbor is just very unpleasant, yeah. and he's just I don't I don't know. That's tough. I'm not his neighbor, and a lot of things do bug me about our neighbors, but I would never have the audacity to go and knock on their door and tell them to knock it off. I think about it, though. I mean, maybe I we think got a, about it. We got a neighbor, you can hear them uh, with their loud music. music there. I've wanted to, I just fantasize about banging on that door and just punching them in the face. I it would so, so satisfying. It's so loud that our mirror shakes in our bathroom, but I do have to say, I don't know if it's a he or she, honestly. We haven't met them. It doesn't go after 8 o'clock ever. No. So we've never yeah. had that issue where it's been late and you can hear everything that's going on. So I do appreciate that the neighbor is just, he, he's trying to go to bed. I get that, but I do think that 8 o'clock, it's it's a month out of the whole year. It's yeah. not like this is out every, you know, 12 You know what months. bothers me more than the Christmas is the Halloween decorations. Well, why? Because you're scared of them? Well, sure. Yeah, it depends on what what's out there. You know, like if it's... Uh I don't know if it's it's the kitty Jason. decorations. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Even the skeletons and the pumpkins don't bother me. Got a guy hanging from the tree. Yeah, but sometimes they have like a coffin out in the front yard with hands coming out yeah. of the grass. I don't want to see that. I, I get you that. and I gave up a beautiful house we were going to rent because it was across the street from a funeral home. <laughs> we really did. We really did. You know, so like you <laughs> move into a neighborhood and this guy's got the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in his front yard. To yeah. me, that's worse than blinking lights. Yeah, I agree. But I got one more here in the uh, listener email bag, and this is a follow up to something I was discussing the past couple of days. I was on a, a tear about how. IMAX theaters are not necessarily legitimate IMAX theaters. There's yes. a list. You can find it online of the official certified IMAX. And this guy said that you shouldn't you should have known better because it's uh it's an I it's not an IMAX screen. The giant floor to ceiling IMAX, like I was thinking when you go to the science museum or whatever. Yes. Those are multiple screens. He said so if it's a, if it says IMAX screen, that's how you know it's just the laser projection. It's not Interesting. I did not know that. That so they're multiple screens. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I really didn't know that. They do a good job at concealing the creases in between the screens. Thank you, Carlos and South Amboy, for that little factoid. <laughs> Thank you. Over to the Celebrity Hotline, one of our favorite comedians. He has a new Netflix special out called What a Day. Here he is. You know him. You love him. Terrific comedian, Tom Papa. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing just fine. You know what I learned about you that I didn't know is you, you do a daily radio show on the satellite, so you're learning the ways of doing radio. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in your crazy world. <laughs> Yeah, well, stay out of it. I mean, some of us need a job. You've got enough going on. <laughs> good point. No, that's going to be a lot of fun. This is a well. You, you've done a podcast, Breaking Bread, as well. So I guess you're, you're kind of you're familiar with the microphone and all of that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, just another extension of stand up. It's like I didn't realize I have so I have so much more respect for radio people 
especially, you know, we do two hours a day, four days a week, which is pretty light lifting in the world of radio. These shows, I, I didn't realize, you know, I'm used to walking around as a comedian being like, oh, that's funny, I can put that into a joke, or maybe I can tell that story. And now I have a whole other part of my my radar that's up, like, looking for things I can talk about on the radio. It's, it's very similar. You're like, oh, that would be good to talk about with Fortune, or that would be good to talk about on the, on, on the show. you got to constantly, you're constantly fishing for, for stuff to talk about. Yeah, there's no question. And that is true that you walk around and you think of something and say, well, I talk about that. But what must be so, I mean, I've never been a stand-up, but what's so gratifying about that is that the audience tells you right away whether or not it sucks, you know. So, whereas on the radio, you just hope it's funny. Yeah, right, exactly. I, but, you know, all those things, you kind of, the first filter, the audience will definitely weigh in, but the first filter has to be, do you think it's funny? Like, does it make you laugh? And sure. if it does, then you just have to believe in that and take that to the people. I guess this is kind of a technical question, but at least for you, do you sit down and, you know, write it out like a speech when you're working on uh, fresh stand-up material? Is this something you sit down and you write it? Do you make notes on post-its? Like, how do you, what's your process? Yeah, I'll, I'll, if, I, if I see something funny, I'll jot it down. If I, something hits me, I'll jot down just like a sentence of, this could be funny, and then bring it up on stage and then start going back and forth live with the audience. The audience tells you quickly whether or not something's acceptable or something's funny and they you get into this dialogue with the audience about it and they help form it and then eventually it, I do write it down and see as a writer and try and see if there's other places I could go like once I actually have it have like I know there's something there I will put it down on paper and and play around with it when you uh, walk out on stage especially when you get cameras there have you ever had a moment where just everything goes blank and you gotta fake your way until it comes back to you yes there's definitely times (laughs) where you're like you're literally in your head you're thinking i don't think i know what's coming next and then i hope it'll i hope it'll pop into my head when i get there and you're and then you you get there and oh no 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 oh here it is (laughs) yeah that's uh that's definitely an unnerving feeling i would imagine to have all those faces looking at you and you don't know what the heck you're going to say next yeah it's something you don't like to talk about, but you do realize if I were to just fall over right now, the show is over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, always, it's always evolving, always growing. I, I write a lot, so having a lot of freedom to just try new things. Before I let you run, I understand uh, you've been cast in a movie with Ben Affleck or something like that. Is that right? Yeah, I'm doing a, a new movie with, uh, with Matt and Ben. Well, what is that like? It's about the Nike story when uh, Nike signing Michael when when Nike was signing Michael Jordan and uh, oh it's the best those guys you know their whole lives has been the movies and Ben is a director and Matt is the lead it's just you know I've done several movies now with with them and it's really a blast it's just like kids putting on a play have you uh, have you seen J-Lo on set I have not I have not I, uh, I think he keeps. I, I think he, he goes to work and leaves that part separate. <laughs> I understand. Well, man, you got a lot of exciting stuff, Tom. It's great to meet you and to have you on. Thank you so much, Joseph. ladies and gentlemen. It's Back Friday. In my hand, the envelope for the final time this year, hermetically sealed, kept in Meghan Markle's purse. Oh boy! Since they dropped the latest edition of the bombshell 
<laughs> H and Megan show. Yes. Here it contain fun facts, facts that are fun, things you don't really need to know. We just thought you'd like to know. These are fun facts. Mm-hmm. Facts that are fun. Sometimes. At 225 tons, the Statue of Liberty is the world's heaviest gift. <laughs> and I'm well on my way to assuming that title myself. Stop it. Mistletoe means dung on a twig. Gross. According to stories you can read, Old English, Anglo-Saxon yeah. writings, according to the National Wildlife Federation, it spreads through bird droppings. Gross, really? Hence, the Anglo-Saxons knew what it was up. Yeah, I guess so. All those knights in shining armor. It's like, I'm here on behalf of his majesty, King Arthur. Also, this is dung in a twig. Think about the, that next time you kiss somebody under there. <laughs> Very sexy. <laughs> Most of the time you kiss somebody under mistletoe, dung on a twig is pretty apropos, don't you think? <laughs> There's been drinking. Sure. You just met the person. Sure. One in three men wait until Christmas Eve to do all of their holiday shopping. Have you one ever in, done that? One in three. Have you ever shopped on Christmas Eve? Uh, the 23rd. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty close then. Well, because I was working right up to the holiday. Uh-huh. So then you just go to the mall and hope excuses, for the best. Excuses, excuses. Roll the dice. Uh-huh. It's like craps. <laughs> 75% of U.S. households displayed at least one Christmas tree last year, which is about 94 million homes. There's like 330 million people. Well, I guess more than one person lives in a house. Yeah, yeah, 84% yeah. of trees are artificial. Just 16% are live trees. That number surprises me. That's a good thing. But 6.5 million households have both a live and artificial tree. I'll tell lot. you what, it's a tough gig. I suddenly feel bad for the guy out there chopping down his Christmas trees trying mm-hmm. to sell them on the side of the road. Yeah. I always feel bad for the Christmas trees that are left. <laughs> it's like December 23rd and there's all these trees left there. And then, I mean, what, what do they do with that? I feel them? even worse for the ones that are real, are used, and they get thrown on a sidewalk on January 3rd. You know, that's just yeah. the saddest thing to walk and see this Christmas tree. It's been half eaten by right. the cat. I mean, it's just... All your memories just thrown in the garbage. <laughs> Well, these were definitely not fun facts. <laughs> there was nothing fun about any of this. That was probably a little dramatic. I'm not even sure any of these are facts. <laughs> but thank God it's the last one of the year. Yes. So move on and get over it. Yes. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories we thought you needed to know. Being the no number five to number one. We start at number five countdown today. I'll tell you what, we got the goods here. There's some crazy ones. Number five, here's a wife who discovered her husband was writing little love notes to her, little messages on the inner tongue of all of her shoes over Aww. a period of six years. She's totally unaware, said she had never noticed it. I was lacing up my shoes and realized that there was something written in the shoe. Imagine if you you didn't realize it was your husband's handwriting. You're like, Dr. Schultz wants to do what? <laughs> Dr. Schultz is on his boo, up yours. <laughs> Tom McCann said, what? <laughs> I think that's a little weird, a little creepy. Oh, I don't. I think it's terribly romantic. You, I love it. Tongue of the shoe? That's very sweet. I got to be honest with you. I first saw this story and it said uh, inner tongue and I went, the inner tongue oh, of her shoe. What the hell is that? Of her shoe. What's he doing? Okay. <laughs> There's a thing where she's like drooling on her pillow and uh-huh. he's in there with a Sharpie, you know? Whoopsie. Drawing a penis <laughs> on her tongue. The side of her tongue. Yeah, I don't know. You know how you do that to drunk people at a party? This is how romantic you are. <laughs> Number four. Here's a video. This has gone viral. Domino's delivery driver asking for a tip, getting rejected, and then having a temper tantrum about it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No. Yeah. So you have a car? So you pay us. Well, you know. kind of convenient. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day. Take care. Yeah. Come get it. Next time. <laughs> Come get it yourself next time. Oh I'm not driving over God. here. Oh my God. I'm always worried about being nice to the delivery people. I mean, you should tip your delivery driver. That, I mean, they don't Even make Even if it's money. just a couple of bucks, I think you probably should. She's right. If you can't tip your delivery driver, go get it yourself. Like, Maybe the pizza was terrible. Maybe it took her 45 minutes fault. to get she there. I don't cook know. It. But. Come on.
on. That's I, terrible. I think you always got to give them at least a few bucks just so they don't spit in your food. Yes. Okay? So you know they make notes in your file the I next no time doubt. you order. Like, you got to tip your drivers. There are some things in life you don't mess around with. The IRS, <laughs> your spouse, yep. delivery drivers, That's right. wait staff. So your servers, yes. Number three, man claims that he and his father-in-law were kicked off a flight leaving from Flint, Michigan, out near where you grew oh, up. Oh, really? Because he said the word penis. <laughs> this is the second time penis has come up here in the Fast Five. This is, this is a little weird. They didn't give us a reason until they brought us off the flight. They set us down. Finally, Flint police came over and told us we were removed because I said the word penis on board an airplane. I meant it in no derogatory issue. I mean, it's a part of the male anatomy. Who is this toolbox? Jason Bauer is his name. Said he and his father were just kidding around. My guess is they were they were playing the penis game. My guess is they were drunk and yeah. getting loud yeah. and being just rude to the staff. They had to have been doing. I mean, they couldn't have just been talking about penis between each other and been kicked off. They were doing something. Come also, Flint is a tough town. They don't have bigger things to do than right, deal with exactly. this guy. Why don't you go fix your water? It's been like several years. <laughs> they, that's still going on out there. I don't. I don't. Oh know. my god! I don't go to Flint. <laughs> Nobody goes to Flint. Nobody I didn't goes even to know Flint. they had an airport. <laughs> All right, so that's your waiter, your delivery people, your spouse, the IRS, and apparently the flight staff yes. leaving from Flint, Michigan. They have no sense of humor. You just don't mess with them. Told you we had the goods today. Number two, here's a Los Angeles sheriff's deputy. Bit of hot water after allegedly getting it on while on the clock. How do they find oh. out? Because the little mic on her two-way radio to her other staffers came on. Oh, no. You know how they get those little things yeah, on the outfit yeah, there? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the oh dispatcher my hearing her. God. They don't say who it is she's getting it on with, but she works at the men's central jail, so I'm going to assume that this is one lucky prisoner. Oh my God. Take back everything I said about dumb crook news. Once in a while. <laughs> Once in a while, you hit the jackpot. Can you? Oh, my God. And it ain't so bad to be behind bars. Listen, lady, your mic is open. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus story for you. Aaron Rodgers, the football player, said he uses psychedelic drugs to help with his fear of death. He said after taking the drug, he would see, this is his quote, the veil between the seen world and the unseen world. I feel like a football is coming toward my face, and I've been hitting the head with a football. Like, what? What are you talking what? about? Aaron Rodgers. Is that legal? Can he take those? No, I don't I don't he, think like, so. He's just admitting to taking illegal drugs? I guess. No big deal. He's Fine. Aaron Rodgers. What's going to happen? You have to prove it, right? <laughs> I guess. It's like Joe the other well, day talking about prove- how he was cashing in gift cards. That's totally illegal. Well, that's, what I mean, so that's admitting to a crime. So right. people admit to crimes all the time. you got to catch them red-handed, right? I, I guess. I don't know. Isn't that a confession? I don't know. Like if someone came on the show and went, by the way, in 1987, I murdered a guy on the side of the road. Is that... Would the police show up? I'm not sure what would happen there. I don't know. I mean... I don't. I don't know. Just for the record, (laughs) Rochelle and I have never killed a guy. No, not in 1987 or any time. No, just want to point that out. Nor have we used any psychedelic drugs. Uh, Okay. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Clearly today we're not testing positive for funny. What the heck are you guys doing? Trying to ruin my life and make me look like a freaking idiot? Number one, how many photos of you do you think are on the internet right now? Well, the average American says this is about 50 percent. Say 10 or less. 
One in seven really? people say there are no photos of me anywhere on the internet. They, they think, don't have Facebook? I think people think they don't have photos on the internet. Because even if you don't have social media, yeah. if you've never sent a picture in, a, you, you pay all your bills with a check, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They still have these websites where they get your address, your phone yeah. number, because it's like the old phone book and it's yeah. online. And oftentimes they get the Google camera, they catch your water in the lawn. It's true. It's well, out there. And now they have that Google image search. So you can search by face and they, you absolutely have pictures. Even your mother who doesn't have social media hears about the pictures that are posted that she's in the yeah. background. And she's like, why are you putting me on Facebook? <laughs> right. Other people could have put you on exactly, Facebook. Exactly. Exactly. Don't have kids. They'll do it to you. Oh. Yes, they will. You'll be on that TikTok before you know it. Sitting in the back with like the most unflattering angle while they're dancing in front of you. It's happened. Well, listen, you you did that to me just the other day at the radiothon. I got back fat (laughs) to the nth degree. I noticed that. Got a look like I was trying to smuggle a tuna out of the mall. (laughs) Under my elbow. It was ridiculous. (laughs) Finally, Friday, world famous celebrity birthday file Michael McCary from Boys to Men. He sang lead on most of their big hits. I'll make love to you on bended knee. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough position right there. Yeah, it is. 51, William the Refrigerator Perry. You remember him? Now, there's a football player, not yeah. like this punk Aaron Rodgers. He's 60 today. Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, 73. Benny Anderson from ABBA, 76 today. Leslie Stahl from 60 Minutes, 81. Today is uh, Beethoven's birthday as well. Oh, Just walk around. Very good. That thing is like baby shark. Once you start humming it, you can't stop. Today's National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. Great. (laughs) It's also National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. Okay. Uh, I think it's chocolate covered, baby. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, they're definitely, really getting it on. Definitely chocolate covered. Want <laughs> to mention uh, Nolan is off today. He'll be back on Monday. Yes. People are saying is he on vacation for the rest of the season? No, no, no. I just want to remind everybody, uh, our friend Scott Shannon, uh, who started careers for a lot of us or bolstered careers for a lot of us losers who had nothing going on <laughs> until we ran into him doing his final show up the yeah. dial today. And so if you've been a long-time listener, that's why Nolan's up there. He was with him where I was with Joe and Scott at the old WPLJ. He's with him on 101 where they are now and until today anyway. So Joe went up there just to kind of reminisce because he was part of that show for a bit before we scooped him up. Yes. Or we saved Joe Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> But after Scott's done today, that's it. It's the end of an era. And we know that there's people that probably flip around. So if you're a little bummed out that the show is going away, which we are. I mean, we're bummed. We make make fun of him. We we all laugh around. Of course, let me tell you, he gives it back to us all pretty good, let me tell you. But he's a friend and he's a colleague. No doubt about it. And he's obviously a legend in in radio. So, I mean, we only wish him well. Not only wish him well, just wish him the very best. And I have a feeling uh, he's not completely done. Uh, making waves on the radio anytime <laughs> he never soon. never will but, be. <laughs> but, you know, he's one of those people I, I was reading in the paper this morning, uh, David Hinckley's uh, article, was that he's kind of guy that if you leave him in the house by himself, he'll start eating the furniture because yeah, he's, he's he restless can't. like he that. Can't but, sit still. But anyhow, listen, uh, if you're kind of bummed out like we are that uh, yeah. Scott's show is going away and they're, I don't know what they're doing, putting an iPod on the air or something up there at 101.1, <laughs> we'd be honored sincerely to have you right here at uh, 1071 The Boss. Yes. And I guess we'll keep Joe around, you know, so it's... <laughs> Maybe. I, I guess so. so. Joe will be back on Monday. Well, that's what he's doing today. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Really do appreciate you being with us every single day. No doubt about that. Thank you to Chef Mike's ABG, Chef Mike's Atlantic Bar and Grill, Seaside Park, South Seaside Park. He's bringing the sexy food back, mm-hmm. and he makes this whole thing possible. He's Chef Mike's ABG, or Chef Mike ABG on uh, the Instagram, Facebook. and yep, ChefMikeABG.com if you want to check out the menu and the pictures and all of that. Well, speaking of food, it is, of course, a holiday week. 
your favorite food that you only eat during the holidays. Now, maybe this is a Christmas mm. thing. Maybe it's coming up for New Year's. You get this, put it in the fridge, ready to go for your little New Year's Eve get-together yes. food. You only eat Christmas week, holiday week. It's also uh, Hanukkah this week, too. Yes, it is. So you have a holiday food only this week of the year that you look forward to every year. i got to tell you, I still have not had my Ocean Spray cranberry sauce in a can. I probably has to be cranberry. So my, my whole holiday season started out poopy because I didn't get that for Thanksgiving. We <laughs> well, you can still have it. We could have it for Christmas. Well, there you go. That's something I would like to... <laughs> that's maybe not this week specifically, but it's a holiday treat that I look yeah. forward to every year. Yeah. I, it, mine's got to be eggnog. I just... <laughs> you. Only, it only comes out once a year. It's so rich, and you know when you're drinking it, it's so tasty, but you know it's just so terrible for you. So It's just terrible <laughs> it's for you. It's just like a, yeah, it's like a cup of fat, but it's, <laughs> it's so good that you just cannot resist it, and I absolutely love it. So it's the only time of the year. I'm glad it's only out once a year because it would be really, really... Well, we know Rochelle's never going to be a spokesperson for Hood. No, I love it. It's I like really... a Christmas cup of fat. I... Enjoy. Have you, have, you, <laughs> have you ever looked at the contents? Yeah, it's, it's sure, but it's, it's terrible. A, for it's you. that's what they say. The holidays, the calories yeah. don't count, yeah. right? No. Also, I feel like it's just an excuse for you to be. So I'm, I'm being festive, drinking eggnog. It's really an excuse for you to drink rum. Is what I, it is. You know what? I I actually enjoy it without the rum. It's like I, I like the rum is fine, but I like <laughs> it in the morning. Christmas morning, you just have a big glass of the eggnog. Mama's just being festive. I'm not drinking at eight a.m. <laughs> I seriously, it's like a cup of fat. <laughs> I know you really like it. I know you do. It's true. <laughs> you really enjoy your eggnog. I love eggnog. Yeah. I do. <laughs> it's really bad for you. Yeah. I, I know it is. <laughs> these are these are caloric facts. It's so good. I like a cup of fat. Merry Christmas. Mom's not drinking. It's eggnog. Your favorite food that you only have during the holidays, whatever you're <laughs> celebrating, whatever it is. We'd like to know. That's your he says. 732-774-4444-774-4444. Call us. Text us. We put it up on Facebook. If it's easier, just answer it right there. All lines are open. We would love to hear from you on this. Let's get festive today. We'll get festive with the eggnog. All right. Big announcement. We're a little late in getting to this. But our last show of the year, the last regular show of the year with the whole gang all here, will mm -hmm. be this upcoming Wednesday. Yes. That's December the 21st, and it'll be a very special radio broadcast coming to you from the fabulous lobby, the grand lobby of the Count Basie Theater in Red Bank. That should be exciting. I want to thank John and all the gang over there for making this possible for us to do the show at an historic uh, New Jersey venue. Yes. We'll have some celebrities checking in. I don't want to name them all just yet because uh, travel arrangements are still being made. Some will be on the <laughs> phone. We should have a couple in person as well, but the whole crew will be there Live. We'll have some Facebook Live uh, video. So mm -hmm. be very fun, very honored to be broadcasting our final show of the year from a great venue. And we'll have uh, some last-minute tickets. Talk to uh, Darlene Love as well. Yes. She's playing the following night there at the Count Basie. So she'll be checking in, and we'll have uh, last-minute tickets for you to win the last show of the year. Put it in your Siri. Put it in your calendar there for this upcoming Wednesday morning. just gotten paid, but let me tell you, that money don't go too far this year. You got gifts to buy. Oh, yeah. Pie in the sky requests from the kids, from your spouse. Relatives are on your case, too. You stop and buy. Dropping up bunt cake. Boss is driving you crazy for the year-end reports. There's a lot of stress in life. Yeah. Never mind the rain and a slush and a muss in the parkway this morning. Come on now. F-R-I-D-A-Y the freaking freaking is here. Yeah. Clear 
Wars Radio and say, hey, don't watch me. Watch my smoke. I'm gone. I'm out. I'm blowing this here popsicle stand. You can take this job and shove it because I ain't going to work here no more. Oh! Let it all hang out. Exercise the demons. Relieve that stress. And just crank up your radio. Oh! Is Robbie and Rochelle in the morning? Finally, Friday, last freak out of the year, and Loverboy is. Oh! It's kind of like clockwork. Every time we play that song, people write in and go, What is that? Been out a long time celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. Vince Vance and the Valiants, all I want for Christmas is you. Not to be confused with that Mariah Carey thing. No, Robbie and, much better. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere in the Boss app. The band leader is Vince Vance, but the lady's singing, in case you're wondering, because you know, people always are yeah. curious. Her name is uh, Lisa Burgess Stewart. She's also recorded under the name Lisa Lane. Oh. Yeah, country music and okay. a Christian music singer, but they had that one big song. And there it is. All I want for Christmas is you. Freak Out is on. As is our He Said. She Said. Just getting going here. We're talking about the holidays. Talking about your favorite food or beverage that you only get this week of the year. You know, Christmas into Mm -hmm. New Year's, Hanukkah, all of that. We got a text from 9664 that said pumpkin pie and lemon regat cookies. Uh, I got to say it right. Oh, lemon regat. Yeah, those are good. Giada de Lentes. I tried to make those a couple years ago and I did something wrong because they were a little crumbly. So I got to try. Oh, Bobby. That was my impression of Gianna and Bobby Flay together. Oh, gross. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I can't watch either one of them without Ew. thinking of that. Today. Are they little, still together? I don't know. They. I don't know that it was ever official. There was just all these tabloid stuff about two of them having an affair. So when they're making hot dogs or whatever, it's all, that's all I think of. Because I'm a creep gross. like that. Gross. Brandon said green bean casserole with those little crunchies on top. Uh, yeah. That's not yeah, my jam, yeah, yeah. but okay. Yeah. Mark has a list. He said... <laughs> Candied ham, gingerbread, mulled wine, and Christmas rolls on Christmas morning. Man, mulled wine sounds good. I haven't had a glass of that in a while. I don't think I've ever had mulled wine. It's kind of rich. Is it warm? Yeah. Interesting. mead. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. I'll stick with the eggnog. (laughs) 732-774-4444. If you want to call, text, or Facebook, they're all wide open for you. Your favorite food or beverage during the holidays. A couple more coming up. The CBB, the community bulletin board. Heading into another big weekend. There's a couple of weekends left until Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Christmas is, uh, I guess, just over a week away. Yeah. Hard to believe that. So, yes. A lot of events going on here community events, local businesses, organizations, doing something fun for the holidays, trying to give back to the community, raise funds for a charity that mm-hmm. helps people in need this time of year. It's all what the CBB does. You can send one in if you got one, 732 774 4444. Just text it in, a little link to the info. You can also contact us on the website, 1071theboss.com, or through our Facebook, of course, at 1071theboss. Also, go to the website to see where the boss roadie is going to be on tour, station events. Community events will be out on Sunday morning for brunch. Bar A again, Lake Como with Springsteen on Sunday. Boss Roadies will be right there. Those little stockings of goodies for you. Yes. The Borough Bradley Beach Tree and Menorah Lighting. That's going on Sunday for Riley Park. Live music, horse and carriage rides. Oh. On Dasher, on Dancer, hot chocolate cookies, face painting crafts. Santa will be there as well. BradleyBeachNJ.gov for the info. American Legion Molly Pitcher Post, 434 English Town is hosting an ugly sweater party. That's going on Christmas Eve starting at 4. What a way to celebrate Christmas Eve with your Grinch sweater, right? Yeah, that's fun. Celebrate in the sweater, and the uglier the better 
for some fun prizes. American Legion Molly Pitcher Post 434 on Facebook for all the info, and I believe they'll have uh, dinner as well. And the 10th annual Caroling in Reverse is going on on B Street in Belmar Wednesday, 7 o'clock. The uh, carolers will be out, but you come to them instead of them knocking on your door. Oh, Hot chocolate. I get it. Festive singing and fun. B Street Carolers. B Street Carolers on Facebook for more info. And the Salvation Army Match the Kettle. A live broadcast. Van Dusen's going to be out with the Boss Roadies mm-hmm. Monday, starting at 3 at the uh, Ocean County Mall. He'll be right across from Forever 21, where Dusen shops regularly anyway. Absolutely. All of his fashion <laughs> comes from Forever 21. All of his little bracelets, all yep. from Forever 21. Yeah. He may look like a biker dude, but no, it's Forever 21. Yep. Every donation, big or small, goes into the kettle and helps neighbors in need, including uh, monthly groceries, uh, fixings for holiday meals, toys for the kids, clothing, and a whole lot more. And the funds will be matched up to $2,500 from everything raised with the Salvation Army. Match the Kettle live Ocean County Mall with 1071 The Boss on Monday afternoon starting at 3 doing the whole show down there with Van Dusen. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check out 1071theboss.com for more info. And there you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. It's He Said, She Said with Robbie and Rochelle. Brought to you by Chef Mike's Atlantic Bar and Grill at ChefMike'sABG.com and Chef Mike's ABG in the socials. I've mentioned that Mike put some great pictures up there of the, yeah. both the menu items and his amazing ocean view, which is just as gorgeous in the winter as it is in the summer. There's something kind of charming about a little bit of snow on the sand, you know? Yes. At least I think so. You have a nice romantic oh, dinner there. Chef Mike's Atlantic Bar and Grill, South Seaside Heights. He's got the sexy food and the mm-hmm. sexy views and the sexy people. <laughs> okay. ABG. <laughs> I just like, except when uh, you and me and Captain Dan are there. Yeah. <laughs> Belly up to the bar. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Captain Dan and Brick. We yes, love Captain Dan. We do. Uh, also, uh, we got a couple of notes here. I was mentioning that uh, Nolan is off today because he's uh, visiting with his old uh, comrade who is retiring, our friend uh, Scott Shannon. And. Um, He'll be back on Monday because people are saying, where's Joe? Is he off in the yeah. rest of the year? But no, he's just up there because he was part of Scott's show for many years before mm-hmm. he joined us. Uh, we get a couple of people saying they were flipping back and forth and that we're getting a little love up there. So we certainly appreciate that. From And Kermit's up there weaseling his way in for the free buffet of as always. Of course he is. Uh, Joe's Stuffing little, the rolls in his pockets. Joe's little assistant. So <laughs> what was the name of the gentleman said he was going to listen today? And then he's uh, We actually had a couple. We had Chris in Neptune City said, it's funny you guys just mentioned Scott Shannon's last show because I switched over briefly to hear what he was saying and they were mentioning you guys at the same time. That's very Kind. And then uh, someone named Michael, who is a Scott Shannon listener, said that Joe just gave you guys some love. By the way, on Monday, I will be with you guys full time. Yeah, I appreciate that. We're, we're doing our best to, uh, you know, bring everything Scott taught me as a little pup, as he likes to call That's me. That's what he calls you. Yeah, I yeah. knew you when you were a little pup. Yeah. <laughs> we do our best to keep some of those traditions uh, going over here. Yes. Because apparently up there at the station he was at, they've given up on fun radio. And that's part of the reason <laughs> I think. I mean, this is me talking. I think that's part of the reason he's walking away from sure. CBS FM. So if you're uh, kind of bummed out that your favorite morning show or, you know, people, Scott's been on for 40 years in this right. area. If you grew up with him and you're bummed he's not going to be on anymore, we'd be honored sincerely to have you right here at 1071 The Boss, where we carry on many of the traditions like Eye of the Tiger that he started years and years ago. Mm-hmm. So this is certainly designed with the boss in mind. I of call course. Him, I call him the boss, you know. Anyway, that's, that's very kind of uh, those people and uh, we miss Joe, and please check Kermit's pockets as he leaves the hospital, because he's <laughs> he's a little thief. No, it's a charity, but also... Oh, those bagels? Let me bring those home for the wife. 
<laughs> Kermit is just such a weasel, honest to God. But but we love him. We love him, and for yeah. some reason, Joe brought him along to the radio yes. station here, so I'm stuck with him at 107.1 The Boss. All right, let's squeeze in a couple more answers. Or he said, she said, talking about your favorite food during the holiday week between Christmas, Hanukkah, then the New Year's. You have something you look forward to it every year. You only have it once a year. Lisa said fresh pate, so bad for cholesterol, but okay during the holidays. You know who loves pate? Who's that? Is Rick the Cat. Oh, Rick the Cat. Rick loves yes, it. Yes, he does. He gets it all over his face. He looks like Scarface, Al Pacino. That's a lot. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Give me more pate. We get a text from 4632 that said Lacas and Peppermint Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Stuff. You got that uh, peppermint whipped cream in the fridge. Oh, yeah. That's real good. <sighs> Boy, is that delicious. That's real good. And Debbie says lasagna, to which I replied, you only eat lasagna during the holidays? And she said, yep. Oh, honey. What? Come, come over our house. You only eat lasagna We'll take good care holidays? of you. I, I promise you, Rochelle makes fantastic oh lasagna. Oh, gosh. It's like Grandma used to make. Your favorite <laughs> food during the holidays. You got one you only get once a year. What is it? You can text us anytime. Boss Text Connect, 774-4444 or on the Facebook machine.